Welcome to the X's and T podcast where we talk about X's and T with your host Corey and Danny. Welcome back everybody. Welcome. I don't know why I'm laughing but it's funny. <laughs> I think it's just the anticipation of this episode because <laughs> it's gonna be good. It's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be entertaining. Um, We're so excited to have everybody here because we know you guys love Love this subject. Yeah, you do. It is one of our most requested and most popular episode topics because nobody likes MLMs. No. Nobody is about MLMs and ex-MLM members love to trash talk. Love to give the tea. Yes. And that's exactly what we're here. Um, We are really excited because we actually are bringing back an amazing guest that we had previously all the way from Canada. Again, um, that's somewhere I've never been. That's like way over the other side of the country. (laughs) Um, But we have here, we have Hope back. Hi, Hope. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. And actually, we are so excited because we also have Hope's husband, Fisher. Hi, Fisher. Oh, how are you guys? Good, good. We are, we're really excited because we had Hope before. Um, this will be our first time getting Fisher's perspective mm-hmm. and um, just getting to hear all of these different things. And this episode, we're going to tell you what to look out for and how to spot a worldwide dream builder because mm-hmm. Let me tell you, there are key things that you can be aware of if these people come out and you're you're living your everyday lives and somebody comes up and approaches you and they could very well be pitching you a multi-level marketing pyramid scheme cult-like environment. Um, Again, we have changed all of the names that we have referenced. This is our experiences. This is our opinions. And pretty much every sort of disclaimer that's not going to get us sued because we have a right to speak. However, worldwide seems to be very litigious. Yes. I have seen how they've threatened. Have you guys seen um, Melody, her videos on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah. We watched a few of them. Um, I don't know if Fisher watched any of them. Bits and pieces. I know one of them, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And they talk about too, how worldwide reached out to them and was like, Hey, you guys need to stop or, you know, things like that. And we're not trying to make that happen, but we want to give a quick shout out to that upline that knows that he is watching and Craig, you know who you are Uh by now. If you don't know that you're Craig, I don't know how else to like tell you you're, you're Craig. (laughs) We see you lurking in the shadows. We really do. So thank you again for being a supporter of our podcast by listening to us. Yep. Um, and giving us those Instagram views. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) So, okay. So, um, when you guys kind of think about it, right. You think about the moment that you guys got recruited and hope remind me how kind of you got into this from what I remember is you were recruited by, by a family friend, right? Yeah, it was like my stepmom's friend that she worked with and got really close with, but we also worked together at an, her second job. Okay, right. So that was the point of contact. She got the yeah. job there and went, hey, you know my uh, stepmom? She's like, yeah. And then, you yeah. know, that's how the acquaintance started. Right. Got it. Okay. Um, so again, I just want to say this is our experiences with worldwide dream builders. This is in no way in reference to the, um, distribution company that they use. We don't have beef with Amway. They are totally separate. This is specifically worldwide dream builders because they are the quote, um, vehicle, if you will, or what do they call it? Worldwide dream builder university. Were they still calling it that when you guys left? Yeah. They referenced like Hamburger University. Yeah, like oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. McDonald's University. Oh, come on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they oh, wow. loved that stuff. Like, it was the greatest would... analogy to them. Like, <laughs> to they them. loved yeah. it. <laughs> well, they would talk about like Ray Kroc as if he was such a good dude. I watched The Founder and I did so much research in that. Ray Kroc is an asshole. Like, <laughs> he straight stole McDonald's from the McDonald's brothers. Yeah, they could not. Say. Right, they couldn't even use the name McDonald's after Ray Kroc. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I didn't so, even know that. Yeah. Not me either. Through the roots of worldwide, hey? Yeah. Well, exactly. So, um, okay, so he was a family member, family friend of yours. And um, I know that we went over your story, um, but if you could give us maybe like a little bit of a recap on um, just kind of who your upline was. Again, we changed names, but if you know, you know. Yeah. Um, so I had, uh, Carol 
is the woman I worked with that was good friends with my stepmom. And uh, I was really interested in like health and like fitness at the time. Like, um, and she was like bringing in like protein shakes, energy drinks, like just things like I've never seen before. And I was like, oh, that looks like healthy, like kind of interesting. Yeah, and she's like, yeah. yeah, like this is health and wellness. So I was like, kept asking her questions about it because like, I don't want to be an asshole and be like, oh, I don't want to ask you about like all these things you're bringing in. I want to make conversation with you. Sure, sure, yeah. And then eventually she's like, why do you keep asking me? Like, why do you keep asking me about these things? And I was like, well, I, like I like health and wellness <laughs> I was like I think it's interesting I like this stuff right and she's like and she's like a fit person so like I was like oh this is somebody like if anybody's gonna know about health it's this person and she's like oh yeah so like this is like a business thing like you know and I was like okay cool <clears throat> and then eventually like we worked together like one of the longer shifts <clears throat> that we could work and she said to me, um, what are your dreams? Like, what are your goals? What do you want oh, out of life? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, I want to live in Hawaii. Like at the time, that was kind of my goal. Like I was like, by the time I'm 25, I want to live in Hawaii and like maybe waitress out there and like just enjoy the tropics. Like I was like, that's kind of what I want. And yeah, is a lot different from where you're from. Remind me, you guys are yeah. from or near Edmonton, Canada, right? Yeah, Edmonton. just south of Edmonton. Yeah, the snowy oh. tundra. Am I wrong? It's the city that's attached <laughs> to the Edmonton airport. The airport's yeah. a little out of town, so yeah, that's kind of where we're living. So. But okay. yeah, it's uh, yeah, Alberta. We got the mall, the big mall. <laughs> that's what we're famous for. Um, but yeah, um. And uh, she just kept asking me a lot about uh, my goals, my dreams, and what I wanted out of life. And yeah, I can talk for hours. So I was like, just spouting off. And then eventually yeah. she was like, oh, I met a couple that retired uh, at 25 and 29. And I was like, what? Like, what? Of was- course, that's going to pique right. your interest. Like, who doesn't yeah. do that? Like, I was 19 years old. Of course, it's going to pique my interest. Like, I was like. Right naive to the world at that point and yeah very vulnerable to this stuff so um yeah I was like she's like well like if you're interested in like meeting these people like I need accountability I need you to make sure that you're serious about it I would need to meet your boyfriend and oh wow I want to do all this stuff and I was like this sounds amazing like right to be fair it really she did do a good job but posture so yeah that was one of the techniques they try to use and yeah. uh she did that really well oh, she was good sure. at, at framing things so that you were still intrigued yeah. and but she was she made it seem like we were actually going to meet some big league people that that she happened to meet you know what I mean she yeah. sold yeah. it really well yeah yeah that's so yeah. true and and yeah, yeah. it could have meant it was so ambiguous it could have meant anything like yeah. I could have been meeting uh you know mark cuban for all i knew yeah you know yeah. what i mean it's like it could have been anybody right because they don't give you names a lot of the time or they give you like a first name like i remember yeah. like we were told about um barbara like that was the the person that they told us about barbara would then be my upline eagle and her husband and it was wild to me just like you said like they spoke so heavily especially about taylor so as a reminder, Taylor is the club owner. If you know, you know, and um, I have, I had the same experience. Like the person who got me around Robert, he was very much like, yes, like you have to come professional. Like this person is very serious. They only have X amount of time to meet with you. Mm-hmm. I can own, like they have limited seats in this room. And if you want to secure a spot here, you know, they do posture really well. You're right. Oh yeah. They, the one thing that I, I noticed right from the first board plan, I know we can get into the board plan later if you want, but one of the things I noticed down the line is that I thought it was going to be just hope and I meeting just the two of them. They didn't say anything about, about uh, a a mass setting or 
a group of people. That was yeah. quite the the shock for me when I walked in there. Yeah, I, yeah. They told me dress my best. You know, you really have to sell this guy. You know, show him that you're worth it type thing. Because if he, you know what I mean, it's like yeah, welcoming you to my house. I would mm-hmm. I don't let just anybody in. You know, and then I walk yeah. in. There's 30 people there. It's like <laughs> you do let just yeah. anyone yeah, in. They, you know? right. so, yeah. Yeah, exactly. like that, and that's kind of where it started for the whole. Hmm, this is not kind of what you said it was. Yeah, they make it sound way better than it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, right. they, they give you this image in your own head, and it's right. It doesn't quite yeah. live up to it the way they say it. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. As a reminder, board plants, which I know we've gotten into several times, but a board plan is basically where um, it's a big group setting, kind of like Fisher said. It's where you have one speaker who is usually some sort of upline. I remember uh, rubies, platinum's rubies on and on like bigger stages, diamonds were speaking. Um, but basically they're showing you the circles. <laughs> they're showing you the stick men. And we will repost that picture mm-hmm. as we have in the past to show you that's just what they show you. And I have it drawn out. It's mine, my representation of what they would show us. It's not any documents that I have quote stolen or anything. Um, it's just what I remember and it's my illustration. Um, but that's what they would show us. They would basically hype up this huge event, right? They'd be like, they tell like their life story and all of their quote failures. I remember Taylor would just be like, I got fired from so many stores. I got fired from a shoe store, from a cell phone store in 2007 when cell phones were at their peak, you know? I, and then I became a club owner, what have you, right? I forgot about that story. <laughs> right? Yeah. And then, right, it's, oh my gosh. And his board plans were like four hours when I first started. Oh my gosh. They were forever long. And I, eventually he did taper them down because I'm sure upline were like, dude, you're keeping <laughs> people here until freaking midnight. Yeah. And um, then it would just be 10 minutes, not even 10, five to 10 minutes of this is what it is. And it's the stick figures. Sometimes it's the circles. And it's basically just telling you how to recruit people by quote, buying your own products. At least when I was there, people were buying their own products. And remind me, when did you guys leave? Uh, we left in August or September 2020. That's right. In the middle of the pandemic. Uh, we got into that too. No, it was after. Because I remember learning the name of the pandemic from, um, I don't know if I have an alias for him. Um, it was the Someone. big crown's older brother. What's oh yes 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 we heard that on want to communicate yeah That's and he right. said well they're coming out with a new name it's not being called the coronavirus anymore it's called COVID-19 so yeah. I remember that I remember him saying this is going to be huge and it's almost here to be prepared down, for it. that yeah. sounds like yeah. such a biblical end of times thing <laughs> like oh it really yeah does. you yeah. could you could you could sense it in the air with them too it's like everybody else thought the same thing right and we don't have an alias for him but if you know the story the beards down to here and we were crying on the living room floor back in like the 80s and Mm -hmm. you know whatever if you know the older brother of the crown you know exactly who they are um I don't think we need to give them a name if they know they know you can google it honestly if you really want to know it's not he was only really relevant to that story in our lives really so I don't think we'll be referencing him again Oh yeah, definitely. Same here. Actually, he was, he, you know, what's funny is I do remember one of the board plans with him and it's actually one of the the things that people will talk about. Right. And he was like, pull out your phone, look up Walmart. Mm-hmm. They have bad reviews. Look up mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Bad and mother Teresa is bad. So like, I, I think about that now and I'm like, yeah, yeah mother Teresa also sucked. Like so don't use that as your comparison right so ray croc mother Teresa, Walmart. Teresa. yeah these are wild references that they are taking from like a very like face value when you look into these people i mean obviously opinions are going to vary but like at the core of it they're not good people but that's who yeah. they're using to reference because most people aren't going to be like, oh, Mother Teresa's bad, but that's because they're not looking into the story and forming their own opinion. Yeah, just... exactly. So, so yeah, okay. So you guys were, your upline, um, I believe you were with, um, you were under uh, Rianne and Nolan and that, mm-hmm. and um, Rianne was the nurse, right? And Nolan was yeah. almost a professional hockey player. 
Yeah, he was almost. He was trying to make his way through fighting. Yeah, that's why. So he was a personal trainer mainly. He wasn't the best. He even says this himself. He wasn't (laughs) the best at hockey, so he was trying to make his bones through fights. Yeah, and you could see that in their diamond videos and stuff. He's all banged up on on the ice and stuff. not humble brag (laughs) (laughs) and then they were the first diamonds to pop from don and mary yeah right Mm -hmm. okay these are canadian leaders again if you know you know yeah yeah canada's not i mean it's growing i'm sure but i feel like when you say canadian leaders with these specific backstories i feel like anybody who has been a part of worldwide knows exactly who they are oh yeah we are very niche when it comes to canada i think don and mary they even said this not only were they the first diamonds they were the first like breakthrough into they were the first like since someone and someone in 2006 i don't have any alias and then it was no no uh football football man oh football man yeah. i forgot we'll just call him football yeah. guy. he was a professional football player yeah football and man and his wife yeah. football guy. again if you know you know <laughs> oh my god and they were diamond in 2006 right and i forgot about don him. and mary yeah don That's and mary right. went diamond 2013 so they were the next one. it was quite a gap and then they really used that momentum to like yeah. that's why rihanna nolan went the way they did and everything it's because yeah. they were literally taking alberta by storm and yeah. people hadn't developed a reputation they haven't right. you know it's like nobody knew the they, market they, was unsaturated. They, yeah they like, it was it was discovered in a way like yeah. they they didn't know anything like like i said like we were duped so bad because we didn't even know that that stuff could even happen yeah right and you don't you you think about the the way that you're recruited right so again we're talking about ways that you can spot a worldwide dream builder and the way that you said it was kind of like perfect, right? They, you, this person used the products, which I know that that was kind of like an older way for them to do it. In fact, when I was there, they started to teach you not to do that. In fact, they started telling you to take your um, labels off your smart water, put your um, excess Isn't in another. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. They it would, was... but they would do that before they would I use the that. products. I remember one of the, it was the, and again, I don't have an alias for this one, but if you know, you know, it's that that they praised her that she went diamond all by herself, single Mm -hmm. woman from Hawaii. And she was under her brother and his wife all from Hawaii. Right. And um, she would say that she would pull out her lip gloss and the lip gloss, if you don't know, has like a little like light in it. Like it's really not. That got me. I was like, oh, oh, you should get that. That's so cool. So smart, you know? Yeah, And it has a little mirror on the side, but she would do that in public and people would be like, oh my gosh, where did you get that? I've definitely seen those. Yeah. 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 It's artistry. And so, and then apparently that's how she would eventually like, start the conversation you know around people in with the mirror and the light yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. exactly and that was one of the ways that back in the day that's how they would get you interested because they would like buy this 80 dollar lip gloss like no i'm just kidding it's not 80 bucks (laughs) but it was expensive expensive, right i know that's right your guys's products were like way more expensive yeah we're yeah 30 cents on the dollar 30 cents on the dollar well it is now back then it was about 24 oh my gosh so an extra imagine an extra quarter of the price increased because of us that that reflected i think that reflected on the same oh no it wasn't even the same pb it was usp so you actually had to pay more for less oh my gosh we actually paid more yeah yeah that's wild and you consider how you're getting recruited right they're bringing in these products and they're like, oh, this is my business. This is my business. Right. And you're intrigued. Cause I'm, I've never seen excess before. Like, what is that? Yeah. yeah. And it was good too. Like I'll never forget my first excess, the root beer. That was, one oh, of my yeah, favorite. That like, was yeah, it was true. so good. And the I was black like, cherry was my favorite. They, had, they actually had some decent <gasps> products. You guys didn't but... get that one. No, we Which only one? had tropical root beer, grapefruit, grand grape. This you other could get orange. the variety pack and then you get naranja and summit. Those are the yeah. only ones we had. Yeah. Oh, wow. So whatever's in the variety pack, the four, the orange, the blue, the brown, and the... Okay. They were like, oh, we're going to do the brand list. 
Um, oh my gosh. The ones that were like, oh, this will just taste like vitamins. And I was like, oh, that'll taste like Red Bull. Yeah, right. Because yeah. that's what Red Bull is. It's just yeah. the, the vitamins. And I was really excited because I love Red Bull. Oh. I would ditch excess for Red Same. Bull every day. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that was a no-brainer for me. I was like, oh, I can switch over from Red Bull to this. And then yeah. you realize the cost. I oh, can go to Costco price. and get like 30 Red Bulls for 30 bucks. Those excess, you get like 12 and you pay 30 bucks. Yeah, they're like this big. They're tiny. They only had that one that was the size. No, they had the two. There was that one that was like red. Naranja. Naranja? Naranja? Naranja. Yeah. But yeah, they have, or the Mountain Dew like one, the green one. But I think they discontinued the black cherry after I left. I was sad. And the regular cherry. Those were my like two favorite, but I think I convinced myself that I liked them because I would oh, never. They would kill our stomach. We used to call it board plan pain because yes. of the pain. Because it would like, give you so much, like it, they would make it, it was, like, so, it was so bloated. bloated. Like, yeah. was just, you just ate because oh, you'd sit in so an office true. chair. You drink in excess and have to sit seated and not move for like three hours. Mm-hmm. Couldn't, couldn't, yep. you know. It was, it was brutal. Let alone a major function where you're chugging like three or four a day and sitting still yeah. for 12 hours. Yeah. Oh my God. Sleep deprived, which. And ugh. you can't even bring food. And they tell you, don't buy the food there because you're going to look jank to your downline. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I did all the time anyway. Like, Robert, oh, you're going like to feel like. Line. You're yeah. gonna feel sick. They're if you like, buy well, food, you so. don't do it unless it's in a budget. So it's like, yeah, this, this it was is never to show the rest of it. It's to flex everybody that you're on a budget. It's like, okay. <laughs> right? Because you know, there was always that undergirding of tension. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I don't want to drink a monster, otherwise I'll be ousted by the rest of my. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. So you had to toe the line everywhere you went. And they so they had this story about one of the platinums in. I don't remember the names that we gave them, but it's um, a, an emerald under Taylor and his wife. He is from Syria. If you know, you know. Um, one of his platinums, they told us that he went to this guy's house and found all of the like non-Amway products and just threw them all in a garbage bag. Why? Because he, was crazy. Not being, he wasn't being duplicatable. And he probably let him do that too. Oh, definitely. He was it's like, you're absolutely right. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I forgive me. I want to go diamond. You know, right. freedom. Oh my God. Yes. Were you guys there when they used to have us do the diamond chants? And then they stopped. Oh my God. Because we were and they told started they doing like a the, yes. the friggin' Illuminati thing. Do your diamond dance. Oh, that's right. They would change the lyrics to songs to fit worldwide. They have their own band. Yes. They would custom fit their lyrics. They would, it it was downright plagiarism in my opinion. Oh, wow. Totally. It was so embarrassing. That's probably the real reason they had a disclaimer to not record. Yeah. Cringy freaking band. Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. The beauty of it. Like, I still have board plans that Nolan was doing. And I still have them on my phone. And I'll be like, (laughs) I I can get your ass sued like very fast for a pyramid scheme. So, oh yeah, because that was the basis of how they were doing it. The whole thing was recruiting. That was everything that they pitched. You need to go build your business, go grind. That literally just meant go like get people. Yeah, go get people. We're not a cult. We're not a pyramid (laughs) scheme. Just focus on duplication and not products. Yeah. And the funniest part about recruitment, like uh, looping back to like the whole thing of like what to look out for. The weirdest part to me is that it always looked like sex trafficking or human trafficking. A random couple coming up to you alone and asking personal questions about your life. To meet in a hotel. That was exactly what my mom told me because Robert was like, Hey, Barbara wants to meet you. And she has some time come down to this hotel by the airport. My mom's like, yeah. don't get involved in some sex trafficking ring. And I was yeah. like, <laughs> oh my God, this is almost worse. Because- was <laughs> that was a joke. I swear. But no, but for real, like, it's so sketchy the way that they it do it. Is. Like, they- like it it's Barbara. everywhere too. Like, <laughs> this is like, yeah, like it, I, we, we were actually at the pool the other day with her son. We brought him to the wave pool, which is in Edmonton, just, you know, just outside of our town. And uh, there was a couple that like came and talked to us. Yeah. And we were like, 
and we were like traumatized. Like they just <laughs> getting flashbacks. Like, so what do you do for work? They're like it's asking like, oh, us like, oh, like oh, we moved here. We just did this. So I'm like, and then all of a sudden we started talking about cannabis because I'm in cannabis. And they're like, oh, we love weed. And I was like, oh, you're not in world. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> you're definitely not worldwide um but but at the same time we were like oh my gosh we've been traumatized (laughs) like we did not (laughs) want to talk to these people like because that's exactly what they do right like when you are being recruited by somebody from worldwide or maybe any other branch from through amway but honestly mostly worldwide obviously because that's our our experience they're overly charismatic people and they very clearly have an ulterior motive the way oh, they ask their questions is so like they pinpoint they want specific answers from you we'll Read. just say this to the to the viewers at home the folks at home <laughs> if you, if someone random comes up to you and asks you what do you do for work do you have any goals you know do you live in the area you know and they just are you know very casually hammering you with questions then that would be your cue to probably say you know why did you walk up to me yeah. why do you you know why do you yeah, care anyway. looking at cat them. food you know the it's like, was, like, near, like i would say the end probably the middle of our time they started teaching us ways to get people to ask you what you did for a living yes i don't know if they did that but yeah yep we had to like coax that kind of out of them to like because you had to learn that conversational back and forth yeah like Don, Don was super good at that like I think he studied so oh, it's like it's like oh, that's did. basically yeah. what it is yeah it's 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 uh like persuasion and coercion and stuff yeah. like that it's like yeah. the same way a mentalist would work yeah they yeah. really do they are in, in the way that they come off to you too there are very key words and again this is back in our time I don't necessarily know in 2023 that they're still doing this but it would not surprise me. I feel like these, all these things are applicable to oh, this Oh, they day. stick to what works. Yeah. yeah. Yep. The word mentorship, that's what they use. The word mentorship. They try to steer away from the word business. I remember our upline being like, hey, do not say the word business. Like Jenny and Craig were really like, once they've been eagle, they're like, do not use the word business. And they, they like make sure that they're like, yeah, I know this couple. You know, what's funny is I, and maybe- no, I've, I've never met anyone and spoken to anyone who um, has gotten recruited by any like big upline. It's usually, I know a couple. It's never my wife. Yeah. And I'm sure maybe no, they're out there. That's why, that's why it was tough for us is because it was the Nolan and Rianne. Like that's right. they said, I, re- I retired at 25 and then my husband retired at 29. We did those things. We just, yeah. we just left from, you know, the rec center and came here. So like we- that's right. You guys were right in their back pocket. I forgot they, about They that. were yeah. the big leagues. So they, we actually went to go meet those type of people. When Rianne and Nolan would do like their challenges, like their diamonds, like incentives, that's, right, that's right. what it was called. Um, they would do it too. So that was another thing like that kind of like duped us a little bit. Sure. Is I, I, I remember a story of Rianne telling us about uh, um, a Masawa that she got make someone before. aware of what's available so what a masawa was wait, wait what is a masawa m-s-w-a-o-w-a masawa what is that it's an acronym make someone aware of what's available so let's drop the message so that's, that's kind of right. like i met these people and then that's where if you drop that it's not quite dropping the message like the whole bomb yeah it's leaving enough so that they ask yeah. that was their tweak that they made is that so yeah you you entice them so that they ask you and yeah. then then you can just drop it on them because they asked right? and all of their challenges it's easier to swallow that, that way yeah yeah, yeah. that's right that 10 times a week or whatever yeah. you know but Rianne told us one that she did with this woman at a store and I remember this being like oh you're a person too like this is another like you know yeah trying to humble uh, themselves she's like yeah we're just like you we're not anomaly you can do this too yeah because we're we're in the fight um not that you have a billion dollars no just kidding um but yeah she was telling us a story about how she went to a store and there was a woman there and she got talking and then she's like oh talked about her boyfriend she's like what are your does your boyfriend do 
And she's like, well, I don't really want to talk about it. She's like, oh, your boyfriend's in the NHL. And she's like, yeah, my boyfriend's in the NHL. So Rianne like super latched onto that because she's like, oh, my husband was almost in the NHL too. <laughs> almost. <laughs> like, Humble brag. Humble brag. There's, there's a big there. difference between being on like the Edmonton Oilers and like not. Um, <laughs> that's so, crazy. Yeah. Wow. But I can see that. Okay. I retract my statement. I know that for yeah. me, it was very um, much like I know a couple. And sure, when I met Barbara, she had just quote retired but she was a teacher and she had her purse. If you're not familiar with purse is basically the Oregon version of like a pension or retirement that school teachers mm-hmm. have. I have a family member who works for the school district. She talks about her purse all the time. Like she will never quit her job <laughs> because of her purse built up. Right. And, um, she was living off her teacher salary. Like this was not a young person. This was not a, I retired at 25. This was a, I'm probably making what an Eagle sal- what, what an Eagles maybe bring in, right. You're thinking yeah. they're upline, they're getting a portion of their downline or their downlines money. Right. So they're maybe mm. breaking even on their ditto at the very least. Yeah. Maybe a, a little bit that they're bringing in above that. I would yeah, say I think a thousand PV is like 500 bucks a month. Yeah. So it'd be yeah. like double that. Exactly. Like, Maybe a thousand at the very least a thousand dollars a month, which yeah. is a lot in like, in addition to your income, that's quite a bit, yeah. but it's not a whole lot when like, it's not, I got to retire because of this business. It's yeah. you added on another job to your retirement money. Right. Yeah. Which sure. Maybe people find that admirable. Oh, she was able to find another way to make a thousand dollars. And she was able to like get her husband free because he had died 15 times in a helicopter. If you know this story, you know, oh. yeah, no. so that was Barbara's. <laughs> That was, I forgot our alias for her husband, but yeah, her husband, they're actually like downline from their son. And mm. um, yeah, so basically he got really, really sick, which obviously I would never like obviously poke fun at somebody who was so sick. Like this guy really did overcome quite a few um, uh, health challenges. So obviously thank God he's still here for his wife, for yeah. his family, for his grandchildren, grandchildren right? But they always exaggerate the stories to make it sound like they way worse. Yeah. Well, that it was way worse. And this business somehow saved them. All they had to do was keep building the business. If you're having marital struggles, you're building the business. Right. And, um, but, but they do, they exaggerate things in that, especially in that over charismatic way. And they have to, that's the thing. Like we, we over exaggerated everything. Oh, same. Absolutely. I was a single mom. Like that was the biggest thing. They're like, she's a single mom. She's killing it. I'm a single mom and I'm struggling. I have three jobs and I'm doing apps. Like I'm dying. And I couldn't tell anybody. I couldn't be like, dude, I'm like broke, broke because you can't tell you, you can't pass negative downline. Again, those are the, for, as a reminder, those are the core, core, no core values. No, the the cardinal rules, cardinal rules. There we go. I'm thinking about all the acronyms now that you guys brought up Masawa. Ours was form, family, occupation, recreation, message. And that message was making people aware. So that the form leads into a Masawa. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don was very manipulative, man. Oh, he fell in love love with his own like ideas and everything. Like he he would create this new acronym and be so proud of it and force it and force it and force it on of his downline. And they would just lap it up because they had to. Yeah. Otherwise it was negative. Right. We've watched Don speak like probably 50 times. Like in total. And And it's the same talk every time. Well, it's not only that, but he is definitely neurodivergent in some way. Like you can tell the way that he just his mannerisms. Like, this is a hyper-focused type of, like, he has spent his absolute, like, life trying mm-hmm. to understand this it's system. Yeah. yeah, it's his thing to understand. Like, and the way he talks, like, him and Mary on stage, like, Mary would say something and he would immediately correct her. He'd be like, no, that's right. not how I do that. Like, and you were like, yeah, you're definitely on the spectrum. Like, mm-hmm. you can tell. Um, right. So he learned this science, like, for sure. That's sure. wild, which is no shame. Yeah. I mean, my son is neurodivergent too. And so are we. They, like... do. they can absolutely like hyper-focus on things. And yeah. actually, so speaking of Dawn and Mary, have you guys noticed that Mary is on TikTok? 
Yes. That's right. Your comment on her TikTok was priceless. I loved it so much because it's so effing true. I'm I'm shocked she didn't delete it. I know, me too. (laughs) She didn't delete my comment either about her. And what's funny is, again, this is to what to be aware of. Mary is on TikTok acting as if she's some sort of like leadership guru who can teach people all these things, but yet she's not being honest and saying that she's a worldwide dream builder, double whatever diamond, right? No, she would never say that. Like, where is she getting these values from? Worldwide dream builders. And that's very, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It's uh, lying. Deceptive. Deceptive. Yes, yeah. it is deceptive because I feel like people should know why do you, why are you preaching this stuff? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's because you're yeah. building a yeah. platform. Why are they building on TikTok? If they're like, I remember back in our day or our day, back in my day <laughs> that we, we weren't allowed to use social media for any reason at all. What oh, did no. give Diamond special permission now to use TikTok? Yeah. If I could just say one thing, the thing that irks me about Mary on TikTok is if the comments or someone were to approach her and say, I saw you on uh, TikTok. I really like your influencing stuff. Uh, where did you learn that? She'd say, well, you didn't earn it or she yep. would wall up right away because then you would have to break in. You know what I mean? It's like, right. It's like if someone actually were to there to help you, they would probably be more than willing to offer you information yeah. or to help you out or say, Oh, I'm so glad you saw yeah. that. You know how I'm glad they helped you or whatever, yeah. but it would, it would be, she wants to recruit. So she would have to keep something for you to be interested in you know what I mean and it's it's just backwards the beauty of it though is like after she posted that stranger danger TikTok and like everybody was like you were the worst stranger in the entire world like (laughs) she her next TikTok was about why it's a good thing to get married at a young age yes and after did you see the comments on that yep like everybody was like what Oh, like, no, that's not what you do. Well, you know why they do that in worldwide because they, you're more likely to have a couple who gets married in worldwide, stay in worldwide and they stay for lengthy periods of time. And not only are they getting married and they're staying in your business and they're staying for a long time, that's more PV for them. Mm -hmm. So point, Mm -hmm. point value, point volume, whatever that is, I don't know what it means, but oh, it does. Point value. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Your point value that they expect, it goes up as you're a couple, right? 300 PV for a couple, 200 for a single. I mean, I don't know if that's what you guys went based on, but that's what we were taught. They tried to push us to six eventually. Like they tried to like, because our uh, upline Eagles, uh, Don and Jane, they did 600. John and Jane. Yeah. They did 600, but they were also 4,000 PV. So yeah, when they wow. get 4,000 PV, they're using that extra money and putting it in their business. And that's, what's so funny is when you even make a cent extra, put it in your business. If people were getting large tax returns, I remember Kate's would come down and they'd be like ex couple under Taylor and his wife. Oh, we're so grateful that we talked to Taylor. We got this really big tax return and they coached us to put it back into our business. Ew. They lost that money guaranteed. Wow. How did they get that big tax return? Submitting receipts from shoveling out hundreds and hundreds of dollars. For the company. <laughs> you know how so hard they taxes almost, were They then? probably almost broke even with their tax return. No, they wouldn't have broke even, but no. they would have shoveled it right back in. If you look at it objectively, it was costing them so much money to brag about money that they were just going to blow anyway yeah. on their yeah. own business, mm-hmm. giving it oh, away absolutely. for a dream. And now it's like... Air quotes. Like, they had... <laughs> You know what's crazy? I actually listened to this podcast from Life After MLM. Have you guys ever listened to that? No, uh, but we need to. Shout out. Oh, yeah. so they are like, hey, this woman, Roberta, she she's actually getting like super big now. And I listened to this podcast this week. It came out in November. It's called uh, the Amway Tools Business. And it was one of the most interesting podcasts I've ever heard where it talks about uh, Bill Britt. Uh, oh, that's a guy right. Named there's Dexter Yeager, and then there's somebody else. I'm using yeah. some words or names or whatever if you want to cut no, it out. No, that's way. okay, actually. Um, it, should, um, it should be allowed. It's yeah. okay. Bill Britt is like a really- Yeah, he's like, pretty well-known. But Yeah, Bill but Britt- Dexter Yeager is not known in the worldwide community. So this, they, is, they, they this gets shunned him. wild. And they basically had an unnamed businessman who I believe is 
the owner guy that passed away in 2016. Oh, right, right. The, the they creator wouldn't name of Worldwide. The founder of Worldwide. The founder of Worldwide. Yeah. They wouldn't name him. So I was like, okay, that's fine. But I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Been around. Yeah. We were talking about Dexter Yeager, who actually ended up getting disgraced from Worldwide. That's why we never heard his name before. Really? Yeah, because he... At like so basically the tools business so there's like ltd worldwide yep. brit brit worldwide like there's a bunch of different yeah. like subsectors of amway they basically amway does not like any of them yeah no they're just the distribution company their whole thing is they are just for products their whole thing is yeah. they to create independent business owners to sell like yeah actually sell their products. Amway yeah. themselves are not a pyramid scheme. They are just mm-hmm. a distribution company. That's why we don't have yeah. beef with them. Yeah. But then you have those uh, training organizations, right? I have air quotes since you can't see them, but um, yeah. training organizations that teach you how to take advantage of Amway. And that Absolutely. was the biggest thing with Worldwide. Like I remember, so to, so going back to that PV amount, 600, yeah. 200, was $600 back then. I'm sure it's more now. Wow. Yeah, 600 was two grand. Yeah, uh, what did we say 50 was? We kind of figured out by increments of 50. Uh, I can't remember how much it was. 100 was 500. For 300 was 1,000, I think. 100 was, yeah, just over 500 Canadian, I think, yeah. for 100 PV. Yeah. And they were telling us to do 300 minimum and 150 yeah. customer. Yep. Just, to, say, just, to, just to say, you just to show that you're doing I don't need that much stuff for, and that you're serious yep. about the dream and yep. stuff and like that you had to do that to be dollars a month. considered a business by Amway wow. and they would I don't know if this was happening for you guys but they would tell us to BS who that customer was yep. you had to at least report sell it to your goldfish easy. sell it to your dog sell yes. it to your friend oh sell it to whoever like actually Just as long as you do the bare minimum for the business and you duplicate but we're not a pyramid scheme yeah. Yeah. They'd have us lie. Just like, just put down your yeah. grandma's name. Yeah. Just put down your yeah. mom's name. Who's going to check? For you. That's what they'd say. The chances of them auditing you. Oh, whatever. what authentic like, people they are. Exactly. Like, like, it's, the truth comes out when, when it comes yes. down to the money. Well, it was not only that, but the truth came out when they would say that there was no seats in an arena for certain people. Exactly. That was an absolute lie. And when we, I remember us eventually like getting a seat and getting launched and then being like, there's a lot of empty seats. I don't know why they would tell us because I take everything literally. I was like, oh. Of course, right. Like, and then I was like, they said to somebody, they're like, oh, we might not be able to get you a seat tonight. And I remember being like, there's a lot of room here. And I was like, why did you tell them they couldn't get a seat? And she's like, oh, it's just something we say. And I was it's like, to see if oh. they're serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh. It is deceiving. And that's a big part of how can you tell these people, right? is they're deceitful. They will over-exaggerate things. They're over-charismatic. They're going to ask you about your goals. One mm-hmm. thing that you can absolutely tell in a worldwide dream builder from like a mile away is the the way that they look, especially the men. They all have the same worldwide dream builder haircut. Oh yeah. <laughs> they, they dress to meet people. They're, they're, they're told how to look and what to say and where to yep. go and what time. Like yep. they, you have to look business casual which means clean cut no beard you got to be wearing nice clean clothes that look inviting and then you got to ask them these things and then you gotta like it's it's like you're on rails but the thing the one thing i'll say is like we're portraying them as like incredibly cunning people but i think a lot of it it's not the thing that tricked me and that we were in for years is because we didn't believe we were tricking right people would tell us and we we genuinely believe that we found these people that were going to help us and we have a group of people that are all working together to help each other and like and that's why it's the scariest this podcast i listened to absolutely blow my blew my mind because i like listening to it i believe that the crowns that if you know you know yeah i don't think they know what they're doing I don't think so either. That, like, wow. and, and that's what this, I don't this know where podcast kind of like that. That's what this podcast kind of explained. Like this Dexter Yeager guy, he said like, uh, there was something I don't remember the name for it, but it's basically what a vision board's origin is. So oh. he, this guy was saying that if you walk into somebody's home and you're finding pictures of Cadillacs, boats, 
whatever if you're, notes, if you're finding quotes, yeah. like motivational things they are in amway because amway is the only amway specifically MLM that is that so this. true. They would really preach a dream board. People yeah. would create entire dream walls and send them, and they would send them in pictures and cates and on back it's when it was you just dream stream. It. Yeah. Uh-huh. But it's, it's, it's an ancient form of hieroglyphics, and it's a way to actually trick your brain into thinking these things. And there's a specific name for it, but it's why they use it. It's, it's ancient. Like it is like biblical times what people used to do and they are implementing these things. That's wild because yeah. they would they would really tell you like make a dream board. You're not yeah. if you don't dream big, you're not going to be big. Like I remember I came in and I I had simple dreams y'all. I mean, I when I tell y'all I have simple Thank dreams. You. I wanted a tiny house and I wanted a Chevy truck. You had practical dreams. Yeah. Very practical dreams, things that I could I can make happen because here's yeah. the thing, as much as I believe achievable. Well, yeah, and and I am not naive to the fact that there are people out there who own these luxurious vehicles, right? I know that it's a possibility, but it's it's not necessarily something that I can hold my breath and imagine that I'm going to become that person. Yeah. It's such a small amount of people, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. I had accepted it. But then when I got around worldwide, it was very much like you get criticized for having small dreams. Mm-hmm. If your dreams are not big, they don't want to motivate anybody yeah it's like because you don't understand what's at stake here it's the thing they were saying they would say it's like like, i wanted to have a baby and i didn't want a waitress when i was older you got to think like a ten thousand. that's exactly right um and going back to what you had said fisher about they're told exactly how to dress they are and are so it's called a nuts and bolts is the meetings that that these were were Mm -hmm. told in and they would literally tell us how to dress examples of we don't wear this we wear this always dress a step above the person that you're meeting mm-hmm. is that how yeah. they put it to us yeah 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 you always and have to be superior i wore jeans to a board plan once i remember that that felt like i i thought it was professional because i only ever wore like leggings and stuff sure, everywhere sure. i went so i was like jeans is a great above they're fancy <laughs> i was like this is what to wear and I got looks and people were like, I've never seen even jeans before. I'm like, this is professional to me. Like, I was like, yeah. this is like. Yes. And they like, would don't have holes in them. Right. And they would criticize yeah. people who would not show up business professional. Wow. There they was like, one girl, like we had lunch that showed up in a crop top one time. I remember that. And like, oh, oh, nobody ever gosh. said anything, but I remember them being like, you didn't, you didn't need to say anything because it was frowned upon. The whole right oh yeah people look at you because when you dress like that they think that it's your first board plan basically they say you can you can tell somebody brand new because they're wearing their dad's shirt like it's a really baggy shirt (laughs) with maybe a tie maybe not Mm -hmm. and they're dressed very like falling in line yet yeah exactly yeah isn't that wild it's just so crazy to me how these are the things that people do. And, and again, such a great example that you're right. Like we view them now as very cunning people, but it's because we were manipulated in such a way while we were, and I, I don't think that it's the base level people. If you're not an eagle and above, I don't think you're a bad person. I think that you are and you are engaged. Then you truly believe that this is the dream. You truly yeah. believe that yeah. this is your yeah. way uh-huh. in life. It's the eagles, the double eagles, the platinums, the rubies, those people. I was going to say, once you start helping out, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off here. That's okay. Um, Once you start getting involved in functions and helping out at functions, you have to kind of realize what's going on a little bit. You can be willfully blind if you want to believe in the dream, but the way that they were set up and ran and the little caveats, which is no recording, and the things yeah. like you had very specific things you couldn't do or say or certain places you couldn't go. It's like, yeah, that that stuff is easy not to miss if you're there because everything yeah. else is going on and the speaker's there and all these people are shaking hands and reuniting yeah. and saying, oh, I haven't seen you since last week. And it's like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's, it's easy to get caught up in everything. But then you look back, you know, a year later or outside of it, and then you start to realize what was actually happening during that time. Yes. And it was people were getting paid they were taking cash by the handfuls to get in lineups out the door it's like mm-hmm. it takes yeah, you have to be removed from it in order to see and that's even that even goes for if someone approaches you 
you won't notice you've been approached most likely if you're not paying attention until after the, the yeah. you know, until after he's got your number or you set up a meeting and you tell somebody about it. So once you tell that. someone, then they go, that sounds kind of culty. And you're like, oh, I didn't catch that at all. I didn't get that vibe at all. That guy seems so nice. I kind of get that. But you have to watch it, what he's saying. That's what you got to pay attention. If I see a man in a suit, I'm threatened. Like, I don't yes. find him, like, more appealing. I know a certain guy that would wear a suit somewhere. Or I know a certain guy that outside would wear, of where you're outside supposed of to where wear you're a suit. supposed yeah. to. Yeah, you're at the grocery if, store and they're wearing one. That's a little. If like they're wearing, yeah, they're dressed up like that is a red flag for like these weird like motivational. You know what I'm talking about? They're like these Instagram guys that are yeah. like super like I'm gonna be rich one day and I'm gonna own Come this and like like the Ty Lopez's of the world basically. Basically, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are the types of people that wear suits and like dress up. If you see somebody like that that's just a grade above is what they would say mm-hmm. to us run away yeah <laughs> like, wow, just, well, exactly you know, don't run away from everybody that looks good but, but <laughs> well no it's true I mean? though you can approach, see it if they, especially if they approach you that's when you start you should just be aware that's all we're seeing right and I feel bad because I love talking to people. I am such an extroverted person where I still am so like, I'll talk to the cashier and I will, and I'll, I'll catch myself asking like, oh, how long have you worked here? And I immediately feel so bad for asking that because I'm like, please don't think I'm weird. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Like yep. I will follow that up with, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like, or I'll be like, oh my gosh, like I used to work somewhere. Close. Like I will make it not weird in some sort of way that fits with the conversation. So they don't think yeah. I'm trying to recruit them for anything. <laughs> Because yeah. I, I genuinely like I'll compliment somebody's shoes and I'll just walk away. Like I'm not gonna be like, oh, yeah. do you keep your where do you live? Yeah. Oh, oh that's another so thing. Good now. Like, yes. it feels so good. That was yeah. one thing that was freeing when we quit. I remember oh. I used to think I thought so just this this whole this might take a while to explain, but I'll um I'll go to a point, I promise. Um I remember I used to think throughout all of high school and just after high school that I was a very shy individual and that I was not social and didn't like people. Um, and worldwide kept reinforcing that because I would clam up when I would go to Misawa air quotes or drop the message. Or I would, if yeah. I knew I was going out to yeah. build my business, I would, I would not talk as well. I would be, I wouldn't know what to say because I didn't know what I was supposed to say. Yes. You know, I was dressed in clothing that wasn't comfortable. I yep. was, you know, and then so I, I started to really believe that I was socially anxious and I was an incredible introvert and I couldn't, I was, you know, I couldn't understand how to have a conversation, you know what I mean? And yeah, then we quit worldwide and I realized there was no pressure to talk to people and I could talk to them if I wanted to. And 100%. I actually started to. And once I started to talk to people without an agenda that they didn't know about and that I held all the cards and it was just me talking to a stranger because I like strangers. It yeah. was so freeing. Like oh, it was, okay. and then I, 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 you know, I was just willing to talk more after I went that, in the know? other direction. I went like, I'm the extrovert of us too. So I was like, I would go into the grocery store and if I got to do self-checkout and I didn't have to talk to one person, I was like, that was a great day. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and- yeah and that's not how humans are supposed so to be made the obligation like, of talking to them. that's and such it, a like, good point like I was like that too they would yeah. say well you talk all the time why is this so hard for you because you know deep down what you're saying is bullshit you it's know a, you it's, know. A, it's a secret sales pitch it's that embarrassing. I can't screw up yeah exactly and it's like, I have to report back. To, I have to report to somebody that I spoke to somebody today I have to do especially during incentive season man and then they critique you they yeah, do. Like, They're like, hey, oh. you could have done this differently. Like, make sure you don't say this. Like, they will to a T tell you what to say and what not to say. And that's a yeah. huge part of like who is coming up to you and, and being aware of those red flags. Yeah. Another thing is the book. If you're talking to them and you get engaged with them, and sometimes they'll offer it to you like the, it's usually like the second look when you're still not sure who the hell they are. If you're meeting them for coffee and they're giving you a book, dude, that's a so Let me explain some things. You Read run this. away. Yeah. yeah. The go-giver. Or the business, business of the 21st century. Yep. yep. Those are yeah. big ones. And, and I remember like, kind of being sucked into the business of the 21st century because uh, Robert Kiyosaki quoted uh, Donald Trump and he was like, Donald Trump, a big businessman thinks that this is a good business. 
right. this is a and good way to do business. Yeah. And I was like, well, if anybody knows business, it's Donald Trump. My mind it's has a, changed since. Oh, sure, sure. <laughs> but that's, but I mean, it's time, true. It was like, yeah. Because that yeah. was everybody's perception of this person, right? This is a big person. They're quoting them. Like, this yeah. has got to be legit. But it's not. And that's how they know to get you because people are listening to audios, right? We're taught to listen to so many audios. You just regurgitate what those stupid audios say. People refer to it as the the 1000 tape stare, the thousand tape stare when they've listened to so many quote tapes where you like, you can just tell that they have this stare about them. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. weird because like I said to Fisher recently, we were talking about like what the happiest we've ever been you know, and like our lives. I was like, I was the happiest in worldwide. I was like the most like driven and most like, you know, but um, once I got out, like it wasn't like a sense of like, oh no, I don't have worldwide. It's like, I don't even know who I am now. Same. Cause I'm, I'm literally just, I was regurgitating mm-hmm. information and just speaking things that I didn't believe. A hundred percent. I feel the yeah. same way to this day. I feel like yeah. we had a conversation about this. We did because not that long ago we did because I, I always feel like, so kind of around the same time I was in worldwide, I was in this domestic violence relationship. If y'all haven't heard about this, go listen to our <laughs> previous episodes. That's how Corey and I know each other. It's <laughs> juicy and you gotta listen, but <laughs> Nevertheless, I was in this domestic violence relationship that worldwide did actually like support. It was very unfortunate and sad, but I'm kind of in this, like, did I lose myself because of that trauma or was it worldwide? Because you know what? I feel the exact same way. Mm -hmm. I spent three years of my life so dedicated and motivated to worldwide. I was staying up later than I ever Mm -hmm. did. I was doing more than I ever thought possible. My schedule was so full. And then when I stopped, it was like, what the hell? Like all now of that work. Yeah. yeah. Like, all oh, like just to get scammed. Like, and that's what yeah. burns the Did most. The, were those feelings even real? Yeah. Like yeah. all and of that, that for what? So true. It's honestly, yeah. but you know what? it's for, it, it's for this. That's the thing. Like it, it's for this. The reason that we went through this trauma is so we can do a podcast and communicate the shit that we went through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, pretty much it. Like, like that's why we do what we do because yeah. we've been through shit, and that's actually um, something we were hoping to talk about later. Is, is yeah. reference to worldwide books is kind of talk more about how their books are directly linked to domestic violence in some way, shape, or form because of the things that they tolerate and the messages that they preach. But it's because yeah. we've been through this trauma that we really want to teach other people like please look out for this. Like our previous episode was about red flags. We talked about red flags in relationships because, you know, we see people every day in these really toxic relationships Mm -hmm. and you see that in worldwide. We're not taught red flags of toxic relationships. We're taught if you enter this business with this person, you are going to be groomed by these people to Mm -hmm. marry this person. And, and Fisher and I can talk about that too, because like we went into worldwide, we were dating for two years already at that point. And we got married while in worldwide and like quit. And now we're still married, which is an anomaly. Like that. It really is. You know, but we can talk about definitely like we went through some relearning. Relearning. We we both didn't know who we were. We had to reinvent ourselves in our mid 20s. Like if you're not careful, you lose your 20s to these people and your 30s to these people. And then you don't know who you are and you have all this figuring out to do. I'm going to cry because that's so true. I'm turning 30 this year and I genuinely blame worldwide for the fact that I am not anywhere where I thought I would be. I mean, it wasn't until this year after therapy that my therapist was like, you want to be a therapist. And I was like, I do. But I told her that a couple of times. That's why she said that she's amazing. And, and, and I told her about the podcast. She's like, I think this is what you want to do. And Mm -hmm. I had pushed off the idea of school because of worldwide. I don't want the mm-hmm. debt. I'm so scared. And now like I gave up my twenties to this stupid yeah. cult yeah. and just Me now too. entering almost about to enter my thirties. And now I genuinely feel like an adult. Like yeah. I hate yeah. that worldwide stole that from me. Cause it wasn't just those three years that I was in worldwide. I had to take the oh, next three years to freaking rebuild my life. Cause I lost so much money in worldwide. Mm-hmm. Oh man. It, it, it takes a lot. Like we're, we're, we moved out to Kalmar we got like a decent place out there they jacked up the rent now we're back in the same apartment building we are in when we first got married and it's like we're 27 years old this year like why are we living in a 
the same apartment we lived in when we were 21 and 22. This makes no sense. Like, yeah. why are we still here? And it's like, we have to understand, like there, it, it, your ego kind of gets in the way of you being like, oh, this cult slash like predatory business stole time from you and tried yeah. to convince you that the choices you were making to make these decisions were the right choices. And now you're broke because you've got no education. You have no savings. You have no RRSPs. You have no like retirement. You have yep. nothing. They tell you to don't put money into your 401k. Don't put money into your retirement yeah. plan at work. They yeah. tell you to put it to into your jobs. Yeah. I mean, worldwide through worldwide, I had so many jobs and it's still, and what sucks yeah. is because of the pandemic, I've still had so many freaking jobs and it sucks. Yeah. I mean, now it's, it's different because, you know, I have a child with a disability, which is a whole different story, but still, I mean, I don't think my upline Craig, that guy had another job. I swear to God, every other month, same with, um, uh, Barbara's son, who was their upline. He also yeah. had jobs all the time. And it was like, they could never create, they're like, just keep looking for the best thing. Just keep looking for the next best thing. And right. that mentality eventually like bites you in the ass because then you're, again, I'm going to be in my thirties. I've never been with a company for longer than two years. And that was before I was in worldwide. Yeah. I think the longest for me was three, but I was on maternity leave for a year and a half. <laughs> so right. like it, it, it burned us. Like it, it really did. burned us. And that's exactly why we're here to tell you guys, these are the warning signs. I mean, it's up to you. If you want to go in and and listen to what these people have to say, go for it, form your own opinions. But there's people like us who genuinely would have liked to know, you know, Mm -hmm. what was going on. I mean, Zay and Melody were in at the exact same time that I was, and I actually didn't watch their videos until a year ago because, you know, my upline was like, I knew them, they're BS, they're lying, da, 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 da. And I now wish I would have listened. I mean, obviously hindsight's 2020. Everyone's like, I wish I would have listened, but they gaslight you and they manipulate you. And they do that starting day one, the moment that they talk to you. Right up until you notice. Yeah. And some people never notice. There's some people that right before we quit, they went diamond. They were in uh, worldwide for like something like 16 or 17 years. Oh, wow. Just on the back burner. And then they just, they, they told us, you know what, they just decided they're tired of drawing lines in the sand. And uh, they just went diamond, they said. It's like, I don't know what happened there, but right. they obviously got tired of it and they decided to push through, which mm-hmm. I don't know how that happened because I, I don't know what it took to do that, especially after 17 years. Yeah, no, I could never. 17 years is, is a long time. I mean, sure, maybe if you make it to like the platinum level, Right. Cause I feel like a platinum Coast, um, yeah. is okay. It's, it's, I, you know, that's an income that you could throw, you could be all right on for a while. Right. It's maybe not, it's, I don't buy that. It's 150,000 a year, maybe a hundred thousand, maybe 80. Might pay off your ditto. Exactly. Or... That's about it. And mm. people, I feel like get stuck because they're like, Oh, I made it to this level. And then they just kind of hang there, which is fine. But we're talking about those people too, who just stay in and never go anything. And those are the people that I feel so bad for. And they target vulnerable people. There was this girl, I will not even begin to mention like anything about her. Cause I just, it's not my place to tell this story. So I'm going to say her story, but I'm not going to say who she is, but she was around the business. I don't know which leg of business she was in, but her story was like a murder. Like her parents, like murder, suicide. And like the next year she was in the business. Or for me, it was, I had just ended a domestic violence relationship or for Robert, who was in, he was, he hated his job and was just at his lowest low. Like you're talking about people, they, well, they target people. I mean, think about it. They're going to grocery stores. I don't know. I never felt comfortable being like, Hey, dentist. Hey, doctor. (laughs) Hey, banker. No, it was always like, Hey, gas station attendant. In Mm -hmm. fact, my boyfriend, Jacob, shout out this motherfucker loves me. And I can tell you why this guy was so excited. He calls me up immediately as he gets off work. He's like, yo, you will never guess what happened to me today. And I was thinking, I was like, I don't know. Like, okay. Funny story. (laughs) A homeless person did, did like punch him at work. 
So I was like, oh no, did another Ooh. homeless person punch him? Dead serious. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, what did a homeless person do? He's like, no, dude, this girl asked for my number. I was like, excuse me. He's like, no, dude, she asked me. She said that she has connections. I was like, yo, let's go. Happened yeah. to Fisher too. Yes. And yeah. I, I called her, right? I'm like, oh, I'm Jacob's girlfriend. And I didn't give my name and I was just bullshitting with her. And then she told me who her, and then she said her name. I was like, fuck, dude, I knew who she was. I said her last name. She's like, what? I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I used to be in that business too. They support domestic violence and they are toxic. They are manipulative. No, no, absolutely not. I mean, I didn't curse her out, but I was basically like, no, all this is bullshit. Right. So they're, they're going to a gas station employee, which at the time he does something different now, but he really at the time wanted to be an underwater welder. She tells him that she has connections (laughs) and she'll see what he, what she can do. Does she not realize that to be a welder, you have to have a very like lengthy certification process. Like you don't know jack shit about welding. You don't know anybody. (laughs) You know, what's funny too, is she called me a week later at 8 PM, 8 PM, my time. So I was getting, I had a massage appointment. My massage therapist was my friend at the time when I lived close to her and she made an appointment time for me late at night and I was getting a massage. I got this phone call and I didn't have the number saved. So I was like, oh shit, I should probably answer this. I don't know what's going on. It was her asking for my fucking name, bet money. She was trying to tell her upline who I was. Mm-hmm. There was a Kate about me going up somewhere what? and now oh, they know yeah. <laughs> They'll blow up your phone. They will make you feel guilty if you don't do anything. If you ghost them, they'll call you six months later and be like, hey, is that checking in? They do. They're like, oh, I know, I know a business owner. He he contracts with a bunch of different businesses. Oh, Nike, Apple. Like, you don't know. Like, you could tell them any (laughs) sort of business. You could say to them, Corey, you could be like, hey. I want to be in veterinary, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, oh, I know somebody who does that. Like, <laughs> I know a veterinarian. Oh no, they really do. Or they'll, they'll take their upline, all of their job history, all of the uplines job history, which is usually pretty fucking lengthy. Yeah. So they'll, they'll find something in common. Right. So let's say that you wanted to be a veterinary assistant, which mm-hmm. you obviously have done that. You could tell them that. And they'll think in their upline, who can I edify? Right. Who can I speak to and say, okay, this person, actually, I know a veterinary assistant who, you know, she loved her career. She actually, you know, met a couple and ended up, you know, becoming one of my biggest mentors. I could introduce you to her. Tell me you would not be intrigued by that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what you want to do. Of course, you're going to want to get in on all the details and And, what to do. And it's not veterinary assistants. No, it's not even a job. Yeah. So again, this is, this is stuff that has heavily impacted our lives. We have explained how it stole our twenties from us, how we have felt our, our, our whole lives being taken from us. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing that we want to you to take away here is just be aware, just be aware of your surroundings, be cautious. And if you want to be around these people, great. But if you really want to know, this is what to look out for. Yeah. If you're sensing that they're not genuine. Uh, right please don't not. ignore that don't yeah. ignore your gut with these people if, if it anything sounds too good it is too good. yeah it's, it it's really too good is that way yeah good. absolutely yeah 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 thank you guys so much for coming back we can't tell you enough how much we appreciate you guys and there might be a part two after this yeah. because this is long sorry for it being so long but we we get into it man yeah. so if there's a part Did two we'll let you know yeah, yes. I would love to come back. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes, we would love to have, have you. Guys. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys so much. And thanks for listening, everybody. Corey, where can they follow us? You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at X's and T underscore podcast. Share it with your friends, family. Bye. Bye.